Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. 2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will. Arkansas right up on the football. Second down and six. Dominion stays in at running back. But KJ's going to throw. Fade down the right sideline. Broden's in the back of the end zone. He caught the ball. Well, he didn't catch it, but they throw a flag. After further review, the result of the play is a touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown, Arkansas. <laughs> they bunch three to the left and keep Dominic Johnson in the backfield. On third down, here comes LSU. KJ, flush, rolling right, keeps his eyes downfield, throwing deep. Got has at the 20, to the 15, to the 10, 5. Touchdown, Arkansas. There's your play. 59 yards to Lucas. Jefferson off play action. Going to throw a little screen pass left side. Has completed the five into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. Lucas from 11 yards out. And Arkansas is a PAT away from time. Four seconds to play in the game. Down a field goal. Desperation time. Jefferson. Back to throw. He's going to hurl it, heave it as far as he can, down deep in LSU territory. The pass is incomplete. Intercepted, as a matter of fact, and LSU has won the football game. I felt like it was going to be a defensive game. Uh, I thought we could uh, change coverages enough to... And I thought we could get some pressure, which I felt like we did early in the first half. And then, you know, they, they did a really good job of blocking up our our rush. And he was on. And a lot of times he didn't have to be on because we, we weren't covering him very good. And uh, uh, that's going to happen every now and then. But it happened too many times for us to win tonight. But, I, yeah, I, I was a little surprised. And then... The way that we came back and, you know, we had some self-inflicted five-yard penalties, ten, five, twice, you know, and still to go down and score, um, that was really good resiliency for the line or for the offense, even though they made the mistakes to put us in that situation. But you can't watch the Hogs tonight and not be pleased with the effort and the fight that these kids had. All right, welcome in on a Monday, and if it was the Razorback hand grenade team or the Razorback horseshoe team, pretty darn good weekend, and unfortunately, close but no cigar, ain't going to get it done in the world of football, but some things to build on, and uh, it's going to be with you. We're happy to recap the game and look ahead to the day. We've got Clint Sturter coming up at the bottom of the hour. We'll get his thoughts on the weekend in football, including Razorback football, and we are also going to talk to Peyton Hillis here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Thanks to Arkansas Urology. He is the featured speaker today. Obviously, he's got a very unique story to tell, and we will look forward to delving into some football talk with him in addition to his uh, situation from over the summer, which was obviously a near-death experience for him and a couple of family members. Um, Overall, honestly, I'm a little surprised, but I'm not shocked. I mean, I thought that, uh, as we talked about on the show last week, that people were maybe a little more down on this team than it deserved to be, but... At the same time, I felt like LSU at home would probably have their way a little more thoroughly. So good for uh, good for Arkansas for putting up a good fight, and I thought the game plan was pretty darn good to give them a chance. I think the biggest surprise for me, without a doubt, was the offensive line. The offensive line showed improvement. There were running lanes, uh, and Dominion had a, a, a breakout game this season. And, and, KJ, and I think K.J. running the ball... You know, we saw some RPOs finally. We saw K.J. taking off on designed runs. 
and that opened up the running game for Dominion too. And uh, so that was the biggest surprise for me. I didn't think Arkansas's offensive line would hold up against LSU, and, and they did a pretty darn good job. Uh, I know LSU had four sacks, but for the most part, they protected KJ enough for this offense to to be effective and to score that many points against LSU. Really, it should have been more because they had some red zone failures. That was the, yeah. you know, that's the key to the game, honestly, for me, that first first half when you yep. go down there and have to settle for three field goals, and there were plays to be made. As great as K.J. played, he missed Armstrong, Armstrong wide open in the end zone. You know, he just overthrew him. He threw it, you know, overthrew him by, I don't know if he was throwing it away. He, he threw, it threw it so far over his head, I, it, he may have been throwing it away. And then there was uh, the pass to Hass. At the one yard line, it's you know it was high and he had to leap and catch it and and he gets hit and holds on but he's at, at the one inch line. If KJ hits him in stride, he's big enough. He's going to turn his shoulders and falls in the end zone. That's a touchdown. There's a RPO that you know where he pitched it to Has coming across. If he's reading the linebacker like he should, you don't pitch it to Has. You keep it. You got Dominion out there. You run outside. You got a chance to score there. So I, I saw three plays. It could have been the difference in the game. That's what this boiled down to, failure in the red zone. I concur 100%, and it's unfortunate, but you know, you found some things. Obviously, has is what we thought he was. I mean, we've been saying for a couple of weeks, this is the next great tight end at Arkansas, and he proved it again on Saturday. And then, you know, Clint, actually, interestingly enough, we were talking about running backs last week, and we talked about how maybe A.J. Green needed a few more carries. He was a big fan of Dominion last week, so he was very high in Dominion last week, and obviously the coaching staff saw it the same way and fed him heavily. A.J. barely got in the game the other day, but 15 carries for 78 yards for Dominion, and then again, K.J. running the football, designed runs, and then obviously he scrambled out a few times, too, and also kept some plays alive with his feet, and then was able to deliver like the pass to Haz down the, the sideline that scored, so he... Um, I love the way he played. I mean, that's that's what it's going to take. Now, again, it's going to take a toll on his body. Yeah. And I, I did see there was one long run, I remember now, that uh, he got down on at the end of the yeah. run and avoided the contact there. Going to take some of that, too. But Twice he stepped out of bounds without taking a hit. And, honestly, he probably could have taken another yard or two and taken a little bit of a hit while he stepped out of bounds. But he, he stepped out well up in front of the defender. So, yeah, I think he was smart. I hope A.J. Green's okay. Um I didn't hear anything after the game or see anything, but I could tell A.J. Green hurt his shoulder uh, and he came out wincing, holding this kind of like collarbone area and mm-hmm. shoulder area, and he never went back into the game after that. Um, so we may hear something today on A.J. Green. Uh, that would be a severe blow, especially with Rocket not back yet. Hopefully Rocket comes back this week. And, yeah. Uh, the running back room gets a little bit better, but uh, I thought Dominion was outstanding. Yeah, he absolutely is. He's exciting. Um, obviously got uh, a big one this week, and Texas A&M did what they needed to do and handled Mississippi State over the weekend, so it sets up a pretty interesting game, I think, over in Arlington this weekend for the early start, 11 a.m. for those who missed the announcement last week, and then uh, I guess we'll get the, is it Ole Miss next? Is that the next game time? Uh, um, um, yeah, we'll find out. Should find out today, today, right? Or no, Alabama. Who's next? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Auburn looks terrible, by the way. Did they? I didn't terrible. watch that game. Yeah, their offense is not there yet. Pathetic, and they don't have a quarterback. That's that's the issue. They don't. They do not have a quarterback. Apparently, and, he's playing at Little Rock Christian. Yeah, he's going. I tell you what, Walker will have an opportunity to. Uh, Ole Miss is next, by the way. Okay, thank you. Yeah, he, well, speaking of, he had his uh, best game of the the year, I thought on on Friday night. Oh, he was awesome. But I mean, PA did not play up to their standard, obviously, but. Walker was phenomenal. I thought he threw it brilliantly. He is for the second week in a row hurdled the dude as he was running down the field. I mean, he's fun to watch, and he's just—I mean—he's just the best athlete on the field most nights. Mm-hmm. And so, he's big. Yeah, he's one of the bigger guys on the field. He I mean, is when you're six four, six five, two thirty. You know, and you've got uh, linebackers that are smaller than you. You can—you you feel a little freedom to run around. Well, it was one of those games. I mean, and, you know, you saw one in the NFL yesterday too about everything that could go wrong went wrong for one team, and the other team did, couldn't do much wrong at all. So uh, that's that's how you end up in a blowout, and I would have never expected that. And then you get you know the Miami game yesterday. Did you ever think you'd see 70 points scored no. in an NFL game? No. Crazy. My, my Twitter feed, uh, I guess Joe Shad I follow from the old ESPN days. He, he's now a uh, beat writer for Miami. And it was like, touchdown, touchdown. 63 points now. And this is incredible. And they say, 70 points. I'm like, oh, I'm watching the wrong game. I need to be watching that game. That looks like a lot of fun. But that offense, man, 
Speed, 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 speed all over the field. This Did time you see... last year we're talking about whether or not Tua should be playing football anymore, and now you're looking at the most prolific offense maybe in the NFL. Chris, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, did you see that like the five fastest times by a player this year are all Dolphins? Yeah. It's like Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mostert, uh, Jalen Waddle, and somebody else I forgot. Uh, the running back from yesterday from A&M. Oh, A-Chain. Oh, yeah. gosh, A-Chain is amazing. Yeah. yeah, he's phenomenal, too. Um, they, that, they were doing all kinds of stuff. It was just a clown show. I mean, the no-look, I don't know if you missed saw it or not, <laughs> the no-look screen pass where he's looking towards the other end zone and just pitches it backwards and look, kind of faked a, an end around. It was brilliant. But I love, they're just having fun down there, man. That, that was going to be our question of the day, by the way. The Dolphins beat the Broncos 70-20 to yesterday and had a chance to tie the NFL record for points in a game. What's more offensive, running out the clock or just kicking the field goal? Um, I don't think in that case it's a big deal not to kick a field goal, honestly. I mean, I even, you're I, throwing I 40-yard bombs with your backups. That That's more disrespectful yeah. than running the clock out. Well, we talk about it all the time, though. We talk about the running, the, running the offense, right, with backups. They run the right to play. Yeah. I don't have an issue with that. No. I don't I don't think tagging on a field goal at the end is, is respectful, though. I think, I think running the clock out's fine. Yeah. I don't think there's any need to kick that field goal. Um, there were a lot of shocks. When we do, I didn't see that coming this week. Uh-huh. Uh, there will be plenty to pass around. Obviously, the Cowboys losing period, certainly convincingly the way they did, and the Saints blowing a 17-point lead among those things I definitely did not expect to happen this weekend. There were a few others. I mean, i got to give uh, Cleveland credit. I, I went against them as a lock of the week this week. Um, I got my college game right, at least. Thank God South Carolina squeaked one out over Mississippi State. But... Um, Cleveland rose to the occasion. I didn't realize until after the game. I was looking at the nut. Well, I, before the game, but after I'd made my pick, started looking through and going into that game, the Titans had one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL, and Deshaun Watson had his way yesterday. So and then their defense was dominant. Miles um, Garrett had three and a half sacks. That's stupid. That's a good month. Yeah, I saw a stat. Can't remember what it is, but um, the number of plays. I think it was 14. Car- no, uh, the running back for the Titans, he didn't hardly carry Derrick the ball. Henry. Derrick Henry yeah. hardly carried the ball at all, but he was in the game for like 14 plays. It was insane, but they were, they justified it by saying, well, we were throwing the ball a lot so, because we were behind. I'm like, that's not who you are. Right. You have to run the ball. Right. And you got to keep running the ball. Yeah. I don't care. If well, they weren't 20... down by so much you couldn't possibly come no, back either. No, no. And that's not your offense. You've got to run the ball. It was it was insane the number of plays Derrick Henry. Henry, yeah, when you let that D line pin their ears back, you're in big trouble. Henry had 11 uh, rushes for 20 yards. Well, that, that defense is uh, pretty spectacular. By the way, the Sean Payton experiment so far in uh, D- Denver is not going well. And forget the 70 to 10 loss. Like they're just they're clueless offensively. I don't know what uh, it appears. Coaching Russell wasn't the only with. issue. Right. Yeah. Maybe Russell's finally done. Maybe it's actually come to pass. I wouldn't count him out just yet. He's getting closer to being done. Bills dominate yesterday. Sorry, Christian. All all three of our teams got beat yesterday, but uh, Bills look to be back to form. I knew the Bills Bills were good. I didn't expect to get beat that bad, but I didn't expect to win, so I'm not too torn up about it. Um, Let's see what else happened. Oh, my God, the Bears. Anyway, um, the Chiefs are, again, I don't even know if you can glean anything from yesterday. By the way, I have never seen anything blown up so much. It's understandable, but, my God, I was like, how many? I was literally getting alerts from ESPN that Taylor Swift was at the game. I'm like, ESPN, you don't need to tell me that in an alert. I mean, I'm glad she's there, and it's cool, and then I I love seeing the video of her and Kelsey walking out Mm -hmm. after the game, but I'm like, I I don't need an ESPN alert for that, I don't think. That seems a little bit. Uh, excessive. Uh, uh, and, the, and the coverage of it. I mean, every time you look, they were doing a cutaway of her sitting next to Kelsey's mom. Admittedly, the game was not very competitive, so they were looking for filler. <laughs> and it was a good storyline, so I understand, I guess, a little bit. But I'm like, ESPN, do you need to send alerts on that? It seems a little odd no. to me. Uh, how about college football? Any shockers for you guys over the weekend? Did you see, by the way, the fact that Ference did not have to get rid of his son in the offseason, that, yes, this game Saturday is an exact reason why they should have never allowed that to carry on. They should have made him make a change. And I realize he is their most tenured coach. Uh, he is the most tenured coach in college football. But the fact that they are letting him continue with his son, who is obviously clueless. I mean, look what they've done to that poor kid. They've made McNamara a horrible quarterback. 
It's really sad. Did you see what they did? No. Like, they had, I think they had like four first downs in the game. It was so bad offensively for Iowa on Saturday. Like, I'd have to go back and look at the box score. But what's, it was awful. What's the opposite of a quarterback whisperer? Like a quarterback Grim Reaper or something? Is that what he is? <laughs> quarterback killer? Well, he's an offense killer. Forget forget the quarterback. Like that's the that's the least of their issues. Thirty one to nothing. Yeah, that's, that's Buddy, pretty ugly. Yeah, I mean remember he they wrote in the deal where he's gonna get a bonus if if uh they scored what was it yeah, he, or whatever. I think his buyout gets lowered like significantly if they don't average twenty five points per game, which it obviously looks like they're I, not. I'm gonna to. tell you I'm gonna read you a couple of these numbers here, Christian. Let me get the team numbers up here. Let me pull this up here. Here we go. Uh total offensive yards for Iowa, seventy six. Penn State three ninety seven. First downs Iowa, four. Penn State twenty eight. <laughs> Passing yards, fifty six on six of sixteen. At least he didn't throw an interception. Rushing yards, 20 rushing yards on 17 attempts. Ugh. 20 rushing yards on... Se- Dude, they only ran 36 plays in a college football game. I don't even he know should. how, as a fan, you could watch Iowa. It is unwatchable most he, of the time. He should, and they were ranked, right, coming into this game? Yeah, yeah they were funny. like 24th that's, or something. Yeah, that's funny. Um... He should have had the offense out there running sprints after the game because they didn't get enough work in during the game. That's a good point. They should have Brian Ferentz out there running laps because he's horrible at his job. I, I think also their offensive line isn't good this year, which is just weird because Iowa's usually good at offensive line. Yeah, that's their strong suit normally. Penalties, Iowa had 28 yards in penalties and 76 yards of total offense. They had more penalty yards than they did rushing yards. Clutch. They had a pretty clean day, by the way. Whoever's in charge of their penalties, yeah. we need to hire them at Arkansas because Arkansas is still struggling in that department. Yeah. Overcame the penalties, though. That was the uh, you know crazy thing about it in the second half. They just kept digging their, themselves a hole time after time after time, a holding illegal procedure, illegal procedure, and they kept getting first downs and driving down and scoring touchdowns. Um, Missouri is ranked now in the top 25 after getting to 4-0, squeaking one out over Memphis over the weekend, 34-27. to I think Memphis is pretty good, though. That coach seems to be in a little better shape. Florida uh, slept walk through a win over Charlotte. Tennessee handled UTSA. How about a game ball for Alabama? 24-10 yeah. over Ole Miss. That was an impressive win. A lot of people thought, I mean, everybody just yeah. about thought Ole Miss was going to go in there and thump them, and Alabama had other ideas. And I don't know what Milrose numbers ended up being, but 17 of 21 for a touchdown. It's good enough, yeah, especially the way he runs it. And then Georgia, you know, cruising over UAB. I think, you know, defense, right? Alabama's defense stepped up, held Ole Miss to 10 points. That's the surprising thing to me. Uh, and especially Ole Miss scored early in that game. And I thought, yeah, this is uh, this is what's going to happen. Miss field goal for Ole Miss kind of killed their momentum. Uh, but Alabama, give them credit. Uh, defense rises to the occasion. Yeah. The offense was just good enough. We have um, some sound. One of the themes today is coaches crying about stuff that people said on TV. We've got a couple different instances of that, and we're going to get into that a little bit later. we got Clint Sterner coming up in a couple of minutes again. Peyton Nils will join us in the next hour. We'll talk to him here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Again, thank you to Arkansas Urology. Appreciate them very much. So let's uh, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and we'll get Clint on, and we'll knock out some. Uh, I got I got to share this stuff with you guys coming up here. I mean, it is. It just makes me laugh. Like I get it, and some of the stuff that is said on TV is dumb. A lot of things that are said on the radio are dumb. But if you're a head coach and you're bothered by that, it just seems weird to me to even bring it up. I don't know. Everybody loves to say I told you so. Oh, also, uh, Colorado got what we thought was coming to him, right? Yeah. I really thought they would score some points, so that was shocking to me that they couldn't generate anything. I didn't expect them to get beat that bad, but I did expect them to get beat. Same. Yeah, the the shocking thing was the lack of offense. It's 10-25. Let's take a break. We're at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. They're lining up here. A lot of people looking forward to hearing from Peyton. He's not really made, I mean, too many public appearances. I mean, there was the GMA appearance. And then I don't know that I've seen anything else from him since then. So it would be an opportunity for people to hear from him. Put things in perspective for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. And he's had a little more time since he did that uh, television interview to marinate on it as well. I'm sure there's some other things that that have come to mind. And Anyway, we'll hear from him a little bit later. Should be interesting. Uh, Clint Sterner coming up on the other side. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. It's 1025. He won't get hurt by what he don't know. He don't know. 
Your home for Dallas Cowboys football is 103.7 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional 32.50 off when trading in a 2000 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9% or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Guadney Buick GMC 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guatney for Buick, Guatney for GMC, Guatney for Life. For more than a century, our Kansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Catch the shooter, Pat Bradley, on Morning Mayhem, presented by Bradford Marine and ATV, with six statewide locations. It's riding season. Visit Bradford Marine and ATV and check out the Can-Am Riker motorcycle. Stop by today for the best in-store inventory and discount prices. View all the inventory online at bradfordmarine.com. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. This Clint Sterner is putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! That was really good, I mean... Of course, we want the outcome that we wanted, but I mean, I feel like I came in, we was prepared, we had great preparation throughout the week, and we knew everything that we was going to do, and we just uh, 
got to finish drives. I mean, that's the main thing going into it. We got to finish drives, and it starts with me up front. And uh, just me being able to be a leader and just finish drives and pull my team and rally my team together when we get in the red zone to uh, put up points on the board. All right, that was K.J. Jefferson. Let's bring in the uh, former quarterback at the University of Arkansas, Clint Sterner, on the brand of moving and storage hotline. And, Clint, that was in a nutshell, and obviously there were other factors that led to Arkansas losing, but uh, not finishing drives. That's what Wes and I were talking about, especially in the red zone, that keyed Arkansas's loss in what was a very entertaining football game. Absolutely, man. And, and I mean, I, I, I told you guys before, I'm not in the moral victory, but, man, I, I feel significantly better about my Razorbacks today. Than I than I did when I woke up Saturday morning, man. I, I uh, we we can get you know in our business we we get off in the weeds and and we really dissect things and, and and break down the whys and the hows and but ultimately I think you know as a as a fan base you watch that game and and overall um, you got to feel significantly better about the squad. Um, you, I mean, there's nothing you can do about the two and two record right now, but boy, the season moving forward looks looks a, a lot more enjoyable from a fan's perspective than it did, you know, a, a two, three days ago. I mean, I was really concerned, guys, about how in the hell were we going to compete against, you know, the the A&Ms and, and the Auburns and, and, you know, those schools that are that are mid, middle of the pack, maybe even down years for them. And, and after after that performance uh, down in Death Valley, man, I, I, feel, I feel pretty good about our ability to do that, man. And so... Uh, before we get off into the details of it, just overall, man, it is. It's. Um, I'm proud to be a Razorback this morning. I, I don't know that I can say that after that BYU game. Yeah, I thought the offensive line took a huge step forward. Uh, not only opening holes for the running game, but they they did a pr- fairly good job of protecting KJ and giving him time to throw enough time to throw. What did you see different out of the offensive line this week? Well, I mean, I, mean, I saw a total different offensive line. Um, I mean, you, I mean, you, you don't you don't just walk into Death Valley. And if you're not an all, a good offensive line, which is a lot of what I heard, and, and I tried to shy away from from just just hammering the offensive line from a pass protection standpoint, I mean it was obvious they weren't getting pushed. But but uh, you know it's one of those things where who's injured, who's not, uh, is the chemistry coming together, the play call. I thought the play call off the different outside zone runs, um, I, I thought that was a problem with this this particular group. That just so just for the listeners, I mean when you're when you're zone when you're outside zoning teams. There's there's really no push. I mean, you're trying to string. I mean, if you can get pushed, that's fine. But you're trying to string the defense out to the sideline. When one offensive lineman cuts his guy off, that creates the crease. Whether that's whether that's on the hash or the numbers or damn near near the sideline, you're just stringing guys out, and the, and the running back's got to read where the gap where the gap is created. Versus what I saw Saturday is downhill stuff where you're getting double teams. You're pushing you're pushing defensive tackles into linebackers' laps. It's just a total different approach to offensive line football. And it's hard to think that that's the same offensive line that we were watching, but when you tie some things in into it, particularly schematically, I just believe that the, the approach this Saturday in Death Valley uh, played to the strength of those guys instead of just, hey, we like to run outside zone, and that may be the strength of Enos' system, or that may be the strength of, or you may think it's, it's what the new offensive linemen or the backup offensive linemen or the running backs can do. At the end of the day, this is a bully ball football team. Uh, you're not always going to be able to play that. You're not always going to be able to bully everybody. But that's how you play football. And, and I felt like the, the offensive line getting enormous push at times up front versus um, one of the uh, maybe not one of the best defensive fronts as a whole as a front seven, but definitely the more physical, um, bigger, faster, stronger teams in America. Um, Arkansas was able to get some significant push, man. And for whatever reason – it happened, Wes. It's hard to believe it was the same offensive line, but damn, it was fun to watch. All right, uh, we got new coaches, new defense coordinator, new uh, secondary coach, heck, new players. Clint, you know they hit the portal yeah. and got all these new players in the secondary. Well, this is, it looked like the same thing to me in the second half against LSU. Guys just running wide open. Uh, Coach Pittman said they tried man, they tried zone, they tried yeah. you know three deep, two. Uh, they tried everything and nothing worked. What what did you see out of the secondary LSU in the second half? Well, we talked about it, guys. Friday. I mean, I I I, I liked what I saw from the defense, other than the fact that they just got beat in in the moment. You know, I mean, they they were really aggressive early on, and it created some opportunities. It created opportunities for the offense to to to, to give you a lead and. Um, unfortunately, they didn't punch in touchdowns. They punched in field goals, and, and it, it wasn't as big a lead as you would like. But then when, when LSU, when they 
adjusted, um, and they, they decided Jalen Daniels is that they're going to throw to eight. They're going to throw to neighbors anyway. You get to get him in the slot. You can get him on a lesser defender, and your and your your defenders are standing flat footed. They're going to throw that slot fade all day. Um, I, I, I like the plan, guys. We we talked about it Friday. I say you're going you're going to have to give up something. You can't let Jalen Daniels go eight of eight with with 24 yards rushing and score touchdowns and do that for four quarters and think you're going to keep up. You're, you're going to have to make them take risks. They took risks. They missed them early on, and, and Arkansas didn't necessarily capitalize as much as they should have. And then LSU down the stretch, a lot like Arkansas did, they hit those shots. Um, again, I love the approach. In hindsight, would I like to go back west and say, hey, man, again, what we talked about on Friday, I would like to have seen them find a way to double or bracket neighbors in those critical situations more so than just leaping with a defensive back standing flat-footed in the slot. Um, but but the overall approach of, hey, we're going to take some risk, we're going to make these guys throw low-percentage throws, and they're just going to have to hit them if they're going to beat us. And and ultimately, they hit them. I mean, I've been critical of Jalen Daniels, and, and I think early on we saw why. Well, I, I, I sit there watching that game early on, and I'm, I'm thinking of you, Wes. I'm thinking... This is what I'm talking about. This, this guy's inconsistent. He's missing open wide receivers. He, you know, you keep him in the pocket. He appears to be somewhat overwhelmed and a little bit jittery. And then, boy, when, when he gets comfortable, he got comfortable, brother. And he made some, he made some big time throws. And, and, uh, I mean, it was just a shootout in, in their, in, in their backyard. And, and to, to think that Arkansas played, you know, just down to the wire with these guys was, was really impressive. I mean, we can get down to, should you have let him score at the end of the game and then gave KJ Jefferson at least a puncher's chance? Sure. Should you have not? Should you have not given up the long touchdown at the end of the first half? I like my, my game plan defensively would have been to take risks, except for when there's you know 30 seconds left and, and you'd like to at least limit them to a field goal. You know, you let them get over the top of you. You know, there's several times where, man, if we want to get critical, we really can. There's four or five times where you're just like, what in the hell were we thinking? Um, but but overall, I like I like what I saw. Uh, Clint Stern joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It is courtesy of Motorsports Authority. How about a couple of youngsters? We talked about them last week. You were Ohio and Dominion, and Arkansas decided to ride him the other day. Uh, and then also saw Luke Haz continue to grow in his role as you know one of the premier tight end and, and catching uh, targets for, for K.J. Jefferson. Very excited about these two young guys, and they're doing some good things. Yeah, and that's the other thing, man. Not only does the offensive line look like a different group, Dominion looks like a different guy. I mean, we, we hadn't seen... I mean, he bounced a couple outside and turned the corner on LSU's defense, and, and he couldn't get two steps into turning the corner against BYU. And so he he really, I mean, played big time and, and, and was special. Lucas, and he's got a – the catch for the touchdown, guys. I, I don't remember – was it a touchdown when he landed right on the goal line? I don't remember if they called it a touchdown or if it was an inch short. Um, I can't recall. But, but that short, catch – He was short. He was a little short. That catch, guys, nine out of ten players – um, in college, don't make that play. I mean, the the and he made it effortlessly. I'm just, I just the contact happened almost. I mean, it was a split second behind the catch, but you, it, when you watch it in slow motion, the, the contact never, never even even interfered with the catch. He's got a real Hunter Henry type vibe to him, a DJ Williams type vibe to him in terms of just catching the ball is almost an afterthought. You know, it's it's not. You, you can you can you can center punch him in the back as he's catching a ball, and it's not going to affect his hands catch. It, it's a lot of guys let it get in their chest, and that you know punch when somebody hits him in the back, it pushes them through the ball. The ball bounces off their chest or their face mask. He just he naturally has an effortless hands catch that is is I mean it's special, man. I mean it, I'm, I, I don't like to mention guys with the Hunter Henrys and DJ Williams of the world very often, but it's got that vibe to it, man. Of of just it, it's effortless, and then he's got that. He's got that ability um, to where I don't know what the kid runs in terms of tight ends. I, I don't. He doesn't appear to be the, one of the faster ones. He doesn't appear to be one of the bigger ones. But he's got that knack to just. How in the hell do you get so wide open? Like how are you finding the void in this defense to where you can turn and run? And it doesn't look again. It doesn't look like you're the fastest guy in America. But LSU guys can't catch him. Um, I mean, he's just got a knack for it, man. That that kid's gonna be that kid's gonna be fun to watch. And and the Tesla kid is. is you talk about a big body possession receiver, man. He's another one that, that in, in critical moments, man, you go to him. He's got some strong hands and, and uh, has shown some promise. And I, th- I think they have something in Armstrong. He does the same thing, Clint, with his hands. Uh, he is very impressive. Yeah, I like Armstrong. He's the one receiver to me that, that I, I know the Broden kid caught the, caught the touchdown. It was a hell of a catch. 
Um, I think he had a catch early on, a little sprint out, maybe the first play of the game. Um, but but I, I really like uh, the Armstrong kid. He, he's the one that just has the ability to, to, to do it all. You know, I mean, he, he catches the underneath stuff. The mid-range game is good for him. The deep game is good for him. He's physical through through uh, contact. I, I really I really like him as well. I would still like to see them get Tesla, I mean, Titania uh, 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 involved a little bit more. I saw he had three catches. Um, but I, I would like to see him get involved a little bit more. I, I think as, as we see this unfold, man, he, he, I, we talked about it last week again. The, the wiggle is just not there with this group. And if, if you've got to if, – if Danny Nose has to scheme guys open every single time and if, if K.J. Jefferson has to hold the football and let some downfield, you know, that, that scissors action, which, which I, I threw against Alabama back in, in 97 to beat them. Boy, they've worn that out this, this, this year already early on. Uh, and it's a good play for them. But if, if – if KJ has to literally wait for, you know, those downfield concepts to come open every single time, and that's the way you make hay, man, that's a tough life to live. It worked this week, but it's a tough life to live. They've got to find a way outside of their running back, you know, handing the ball off or KJ Jefferson running. They've got to find a way to get some, some literal catch after run in terms of screens and underneath throws to where you can make a guy miss, hit a scene kind of thing. I think that's the one, the one missing component that, that I see in this offense that could possibly be better, and Satania appears to be a guy that could help him there. Clint, i got a question here from a, a listener. Ask Clint if he thinks KJ doesn't like the QB sneak under center, because once again they didn't do it and got a false start and had to kick, take the field goal. QB sneak and you get it, and you probably win. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't know the answer to that. Um, it, it does appear to me, and guys, I'm totally speculating. I, I, I do not know what what has been said and what has been promised and what what hasn't. But the only thing I can make the only way I can make sense of the, the first couple of games of the season, first three games of the season, is that there's been some kind of communication with CJ. Of, I mean, I, I keep saying CJ because of the Texans quarterback KJ. <laughs> um, you know, Kate, there's, I, I think there's probably been some kind of commitment to, hey man, we're gonna we, we, if, if you come back and if you stay here and we're gonna do X, Y, and Z. And I think one of those is. is to develop him as a passer, I, I, I would imagine that conversation's been had, and so um, that's a little bit frustrating to me. I understand, you know, what what you have to do to keep your guy and, and make sure he's here. Um, but to go back to the, the quarterback sneak thing, I, I, I just it doesn't make sense, uh, uh, Justin. I, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me why. And these are some brilliant football minds, man. I, I'm not sitting here acting like I'm smarter than, than the next. These are brilliant football minds. You're in Death Valley. And on two different occasions, you, you get your offensive line in a heavy set. So you've got extra offensive line in there. You've got tight ends in there. And they're having to block one of, the, one of the, the nastiest defensive fronts in America in the most difficult place to play football. And you get, you get in gun and you just hold those guys there with this noise and you're trying to figure things out. And, again, you've got the luxury. You're one of very few teams in America that has the luxury of snap the football, run the play. You've got 500 pounds of beef in the backfield. And you're getting big time push all night long. Just snap the ball. Don't don't you know? Don't put yourself in a position where you you get a false start. And they did that multiple times, man. I, I don't know what leads to that, but it, it is it is a frustrating part of that football game for sure. Clint, let's move on to some of the other SEC games. The uh, student is not quite the master yet. Nick Saban and his uh, offense doing just enough as they win 24-10. Certainly did not expect them to hold Ole Miss to 10 points. That was the most surprising thing in that game to me. Dart's numbers weren't awful, but uh, but I was surprised, certainly. What did you uh, think of the weekend in the SEC overall? Well, I mean, look, that game right there was, was I, I thought I thought going back to Milrow was the answer. I still think they throw the football in, in critical moments way too often with him. I mean, they get they get stuck in, in second and third and long, and, and it, those are drives that they need to just they just need to, to eat the eat it, punt it, kick a field goal, and and, and play defense. Um, so I, I mean, I really don't still don't like what necessarily Alabama's doing with with uh, Jalen Milrow. Maybe the thought is to try to develop him, and, and by mid year he'll be getting strides. But um, they're a very beatable football team, man. And you saw Ole Miss. I, I, I was not, I was on the sideline last year, Arkansas Ole Miss, and I just was not impressed with with the dark kid. I mean, he's good good SEC quarterback. But he's not a guy that you you go in there and you're like, hey, man, how are we going how are we going to beat this guy? You know, you can rattle him, you can you can create chaos around him, you can you can trick him into making mistakes, and um, you know they're, they're a very beatable beatable football team. I mean, um, outside of that, man, you you look at A and M Auburn. I watch that ball game and I can't help but watch that ball game and go, man, Arkansas should run the one of these. If the Arkansas that showed up to LSU 
Um, if that's the team the rest of the way, and, and I understand there's going to be a couple of injuries here, there, whatever, if, but if that's the effort that you're going to get from this crew, they should they should beat Auburn. They should be right there with A&M and, and have a chance to beat them. I think they're probably better with Max Johnson and not the young kid for the time being. I think that Max Johnson is just as good, if not a touch better, with his experience in Bobby Petrino's offense. But you still, Arkansas should be right there and have a chance to beat those guys again. Um, the, the SEC, the, the SEC is is for right now. Uh, you can look at it and say it's somewhat down, and there's a big time opportunity for somebody. Um, on each side, really. I mean, outside of Georgia, and Georgia's not what they were last year, but on each side of the SEC, you can say there's an opportunity for somebody to make a serious jump right now. All right, let's flip over to the NFL, Clint. We've uh, avoided the topic for the majority of the day, but the Cowboys obviously laid an egg. It happens because, well, the Cardinals have professional football players, too, it turns out. Uh, not not the best day, but, but obviously Dallas was shorthanded, too, which didn't help things. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I didn't get a chance. To, I just saw the highlights of that game, Justin. I, I was doing the Texans post game yeah. show, and 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 it, I was, they had a great game. So I was I was on cloud nine with them. But um, you know, it, it's there, there's you hate to you hate to think that the the one injury for Dallas is is uh, to, to Diggs is just a that big of a game changer where they go lose against Arizona. I mean, that was a, that was a frustrating loss. I, I'm curious to know what the hell West thinks about. It. I know he watched it and hung on every damn play. What, what was your thoughts on the game? Well, the defense didn't show up the first half. Uh, Arizona scored every possession, and uh, they just they looked like they were sleepwalking, honestly. And Dobbs caught them uh, running the ball uh, a couple of times, and they weren't, looked like they weren't prepared for that or missed an, an assignment. And, then, and I felt like I was in a Bermuda Triangle. It was red zone for the Cowboys. It was like red zone <laughs> for the Razorbacks, red zone for the Cowboys. They'd get down there yeah. and couldn't score, and... It's just, uh, you know, frustration with some of the play calls in the red zone for the Cowboys. And um, just, I don't know, man. And, 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 you know, once you get in the red zone, it's tougher to do everything, including run the, run the ball. And Dallas was having success running the ball, despite having three starting offensive linemen out. I think once you get down there in the red zone, that made it even tougher on some of those offensive linemen to try to punch the ball in. Well, yeah, there, there's there's no doubt about it. I mean, missing them big boys up front, especially the way that Dallas this year is going to hang their hat on those guys, that hurts big time. But there's there's still, I mean, it's it, it just Dallas never. I mean, they they, they provide plenty of, of meat on the bone and, and to the media during during the season. I mean, it's still one of the better teams in in all of pro football. I I don't believe that that uh, that particular game is gonna is gonna push them off that off the top of that list. But but boy, that's a that's a rough way to go, man. Arizona's Arizona is all but. Hell, they're all but tanking. I mean, it, 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 from a from a roster standpoint. So we'll we'll see, man. Who is Dallas? Right. Once again, who which which team is? Who is C.J. Stroud, Clint? Hmm. Other than a uh, pretty exciting a, young quarterback, huh? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm telling you, it's been really impressive, man, to watch. You know, just through the quarterback lens of a guy that's been pushed into some some adverse situations. Wes, you talk about offensive linemen being out. They're missing four of their five starters. They have. Since the jump, Laramie Tunsil's played one game, um, so they've missed they've missed three of five all you know for two games, and they've missed four of five offensive linemen for for uh, for for three of the games. I mean, they, they've literally guys they they, they traded for a guy uh, the first uh, the, the you know during that little break the, the two week span between training camp and and uh, the regular season. Josh Jones, old U of H product out of Arizona, they, they traded for him out of Arizona. They signed it. They traded for a kid out of the Pittsburgh Steelers organization who. Who they laughed out of town. I mean, they were they were celebrating because he they they somehow got a way to get rid of him, and he's starting at left guard. And anyway, point being, C.J. Stroud is he's the most sacked quarterback for two weeks. Um, I mean, he, he didn't turn the football over at all when he did get the least bit of time. I mean, he's he's delivering the football accurately on time, um, all over the football field. And then this week, man, the stars just aligned. I mean, they put three phases uh, of, of football together and and whooped the team that is supposed to. I mean, by far the division, the division favorite here in Jacksonville, and, and they beat them convincingly. So, C.J. Stroud, I think he set the record for rookie um, over 900 yards and no interceptions. First, uh, I think the, the first time to do that, the, the 900 yards is like third to Cam Newton and somebody else. And um, I mean, 121 attempts with no interceptions is is, is a record. I mean, this, this kid's this kid's got a chance to be really special. And, and the Texans, man. I mean, they're, they are missing, literally, guys, they had their four captains, the, the guys they named four captains at the beginning of the year, the only one that's playing is C.J. Stroud. 
And and so I mean it's they're they've been they've been injured big time, and to get a win under those circumstances is is impressive. And they're, they're going to get guys back consistently over the next two weeks. It should be fun to watch. All right, Clint, we got to run. I appreciate the time. We will talk to you Friday. Actually, we won't. We are not going to be here. But you will talk to Kyle Deckelbaum, mm. the the wizard on, and the pigskin. Okay, KD and the pigskin, baby. Let's get it. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks to Motorsports Authority, Clint. Okay, man. All right, buddy. Clint Sterner down in Houston. We'll take a break. We are here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. And when we return, we will uh, get into some of these coaches whining about talking heads. Seems uh, unproductive to me, but whatever. Quietly Chevrolet in the month of September is helping you get out of that bad car, that bad note. They are going to take care of you with their loan and lease termination program. Don't miss the opportunity to get out of that vehicle you don't want. During September, everyone will be approved at Guatney Chevrolet. They have some great deals like 0% interest with approved credit on the new Silverados. Yeah, I said it, 0%. No payments for the rest of the year. That's a great deal too, right? Nothing in October, November, December. You want to make a payment until 2024. 2.1% financing on the Equinox. It's all happening at Guatney Chevrolet. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. See all these great deals. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. See what they can do for you at Guatney Chevrolet. The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand new Ford Edge for just $29,997 and take a whopping $8,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better customer service. Visit Mark McClarty Ford today off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. For September, our office visit is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialist can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old, I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit littlerockmensclinic.com. The Grove Hunting Club in Jefferson County has over 12,000 acres of waterfowl hunting just a short hour away from Little Rock. The Grove recently added a new pro shop and four bedrooms to their 13,000 square foot main lodge. The main also has a custom walker room. The Grove added four new private cabins for couples, or you can stay in the second lodge that's 1,800 square feet. Book your next hunting trip at The Grove. Call 870-692-3221 or email thegrovehuntingclub at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewskies North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Justin Aker reminding you that Serta Pro Painters is here to help you as we transition from summer into fall. And if you're thinking about doing something to the outside of your home, maybe it's long overdue, Serta Pro Painters is here to help. Have them come over, give you an estimate, and they can help walk you through the process of what it'll take to get it done. They can help you out with the color selection and everything else you need to get the job done right. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. For your home, for your business, get your place looking right with the help of my friends at Serta Pro Painters. If you want sports and entertainment, then you've come to the right place. You're in the zone with Justin Inquiry and Wes Moore coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Who did 
substance, not flash, rooted in substance. Today, we talk with our pads. You talk with your helmet, right? Every moment. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks, we're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't gonna be played in Hollywood, it's gonna be played on the grass. Right? It's gonna be played on the grass. That is Dan Lanning, head coach of Oregon, talking a little uh little noise to his team before the game and got them fired up and obviously I'm assuming that uh, nobody at Colorado had seen that prior to them kicking things off. Um, we're going to hear from Deion Sanders here in just a second. This segment is going to be brought to you in part by um, my good friends over at Max Prairie Wings down in Stuttgart. If you're ready for the fall extravaganza like no other, by the way, Saturday was the first day of fall, get ready because Max Prairie Wings is back. It's the biggest event of the season. It's the Max Prairie Wings Fall Fest. It comes up every year. It's happening from September 28th to October 1st, and that is this week. So Monday Thursday through the weekend. Mark your calendar, spread the word. You don't want to miss out. Four days only. Take advantage of tax-free savings on top of sale pricing in-store and online at Max Prairie Wings. It's maxpw.com. Guns, ammo, bows, waders, decoys, clothing, even Tohatsu outboard motors, everything to get outside and have some fun. And don't forget, you can sign up for the newsletter at maxpw.com so you don't miss out on the savings. And also, if you spend $99 or more, they will ship it to you free. If you don't go down there and buy it in-store, get ready for a weekend filled with tax-free, unbeatable savings, incredible deals, and the best gear in the business. It's all at Max Prairie Wings. It's down in Stuttgart or online, maxpw.com. Let's uh, let's hear from Dion. Obviously, a dominating victory by Oregon. A lot of people thought that this was going to be the weekend, and in fact, it turned out to be as they rolled a victory over the previously unbeaten Buffaloes. And uh, Dion afterwards said, "You better get it while the getting's good, because it ain't gonna last long." Uh, it translates in practice. It is. I don't say stuff just to say it for a click, you know, contrary to what some may say. But uh, yeah, I, get, I keep receipts. Uh, but I'm serious. I analyze and I understand what we're up against and what we have and what we need. One thing that I could say honestly and candidly, you better get me right now. This is the worst we're gonna be. You better get me right now. Now somebody, yeah, I, I got messengers. God bless him though, man. He's a great coach. He did a great job. God bless him. He take their shots. They won. I don't shoot. I don't do that. They won. In a little bit, that was uh, Deion Sanders talking about Lanning's comments. So obviously, word had gotten back to him. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you'd seen it by then. Yeah. He keeps receipts, you know this. This is not news. Uh, they got USC this week. Better get ready for some more. Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with Arkansas Urology. Chris, it's the 19th annual kickoff to men's health event, this time coming to North Little Rock. Yeah, Trey, we've had a great month, and we're excited to get to our clinic in North Little Rock, 4200 Stockton Drive, on Thursday, September 28th. Gentlemen, 40 and over, it's time for them to get screened, is it not? That's right. And like our CEO, Scott Davis, says you come in for a free screen and you might win a 65-inch 